This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And remember, you can catch me on my Drive Time show every day next week alongside Arsenal superfan Darren Ben. Now, we start today's poddy thing by looking forward to tonight's huge game as the mighty Manchester United travel to Newcastle in the 8pm kickoff live on TalkSport. Here's Stuart Pearce and Martin Keogh previewing the game alongside Jim White, followed by me and Benty on my Drive Time show, weekdays, 4pm. To be honest with you, if Newcastle aspirations about qualifying for the Champions League again, let alone my early summer prediction in Newcastle <laughs> to win the Premier League this year. Go. They've got to beat Man United at this game. If they do, the chances are they're going to bounce up above United and above Tottenham, potentially. So, um, and that condenses the top yeah. half of the division again. Yeah, it is a massive game, Martin. I mean, here we are just into December and this is huge, massive for each It club. is. Uh, just to give some perspective, yeah. uh, both managers are up for awards for a manager of the month. Manchester United have won five of the last six games. I know that there's a, always a crisis just around the corner for Manchester United, but just to be we're, you know, aware of what they've been achieving, although you know you feel that if they lose this one, then there's, there's trouble again at the manager's door. Um, Harry Maguire actually uh, is actually unlisted, and Gordon as young as, as players of the month, they're in the nominees. So the teams are in really good form. And I fought Newcastle the other night, uh, that Liveramento, what a player he was mm. at left-back. Mm. Charging down the wing, pace, power, directness. Those two, I mean... As a pair on that left-hand side, probably as good as anything as I've seen, they're relentless. Now, whether this comes, I think the biggest thing now is that that's the fact it's a home game. 52,000 Geordies really getting behind their team. Yeah. The atmosphere now, it drives the players on and they're just going to new levels. They're relentless, Jim. They run till, they're, till they drop. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure Manchester United can cope with that. I don't think they've got the necessary players, certainly in the deep in midfield, to protect. Maybe Varane comes back. Isak as well is at another level. He now, listen, loves... you're saying both managers up for awards. So, have you gone full circle on Ten Hag? Because you said his time was maybe up I sooner said, than later. Yes, and, I, and everything... Yes, I'm very clear in what I said. I said, if he loses the next three games, he's out. And he didn't He didn't lose the third one. And he stayed and he's turned it round. There are games I might have expected him to win. But you never... It's game to game. He manages from match to match. His goalkeeper let him down the other night. I mean, in your Champions League has been a disaster for them. So, it's contrasting. Mm. Stuart's right in saying... Jim, they both suffered disappointing results in midweek, but I think that Newcastle can be proud of... They're rubbing shoulders now with the big boys. PSG, they took them to the wire. And they want to be back there next year. So six versus seven is massive. They've, and they do need to win this game. And I think they're more than capable of doing that. But they've got so many injuries. I think there was an injury list of 14 players out yeah, going into yeah, the game. So, yeah. you know, I mean, they were putting goalkeepers on the bench and youngsters, mm. you know, some really good players I think the good thing through. about the game, Martin, as well, for from us that are going to go and watch it and whatever... You can't, in your wildest dreams, think that this is going to finish nil-nil. No, that's right. You know yeah. what I mean? Both teams are going to score at least one goal, I would suspect. How do you see the game going? It's a massive game for you. Bearing in mind, Man United are the informed side in the Premier League. If, yeah. if you're looking at the last yeah, five games, four get, wins and a loss. On paper. Yeah, no, you're right. Listen, I'm just cutting the straws, That is right? one hard place to go. Oh, St James's Park, man. Did you think Chelsea would get something last weekend out of that? I didn't. I, do you know I did because I thought I looked at the injury list that they had. Newcastle and thought, oh, they might struggle. But for Eddie Howe and that Newcastle squad, he's getting every ounce of whatever is in that mm. squad out, and they're playing really well. So I did, but I think they might just be too much for you. But you never know. If Man United were to go there and win, what a statement that sends, by the way. If you go to St James's Park and win. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really want to say I can see us getting a win. I don't think. Would I you can. take a point now? Yeah, 
You want to avoid defeat away from home, right? Mm. It, listen, it all depends, right? If Hoyland's playing and he scores his first Premier League goal, that I mean, that's coming, mm-hmm. right? Garnacho's flying at the moment. We saw Manu. He was incredible last yeah. weekend. He only had about half hour in uh, midweek. Just don't think your problems on that right hand side. Uh, well, Rashford would be back, right? But no one's nearly, no one's really grabbed it because Rashford. That, but... You know Rashford. You you know people close. He doesn't want to play out there. No. By any stretch of the imagination, no. he does not want to play on that no, right but if you want to, if you want to put Garnacho and Rashford in the same team, starting yeah. eleven, yeah. one of them's got to go over there. Who would you who would you move over there? At the minute, the way Garnacho's playing, leave him where he's at. Yeah, I agree. What, why upset that? That that sorted that. What mm. he's doing at one stage, you probably will. There will be a drop in form, of course. Then maybe you switch him. But at the minute, the way that Garnacho is like, I quite like. Even when things maybe weren't going for him, mm. I always saw a little bit of bite there. Him having a little go, even things weren't going well. He's, he's working after the team, still making his runs. Um, but I would definitely keep um, Garnacho where he's at, and then Rashford on the right, Hoyland down the middle. And as you said, there, I, I agree with you. Hoyland, um, the goal's coming. Both managers have been speaking to the media ahead of the game, starting with the tomb boss Eddie Howe, followed by United gaffer Eric Ten Hag, or ETH as I call him. Yeah, I think we want to get through the month, but we want, we want to do well. We want to. I still think we've got a really good team on the pitch. I've said that all through this injury um, position that we're in. That we still have very good a very good team. Yes, we have some youth in it, but we have some, a lot of experience in it as well. So we have a good mix, and uh, I still think we're good enough to get positive results. You can never write off or underestimate the qualities of, of Manchester United. They are a very very good team. They've got outstanding individuals within that team. They got a very good coach um, who's who's leading them. So, first and foremost, you know, total respect to our opposition. Um, they have won a lot of games recently. Um, I think they've done very well. They're, they're performing well. I mean, the game against Galatasaray in midweek was a, a brilliant game to watch. I have to give compliments to both teams on on the display. I think for us back at home, following on from the Chelsea game. Yeah, we need to try and keep that momentum. We need to try and keep that energy, and we try and need to try and keep the positivity from our recent performances. So, I think it'll be a really good game, actually. On the Wednesday, and we played very good. Also in Copenhagen, we played very good, and even in Bayern Munich, we played very good. And, but yeah, um, we have to do some things better. So, uh, eliminating individual errors, and also things in defense transition. But we can sort this out. I would be more concerned if he didn't play this and uh, that Out comes Anana sweeping up inside his own half of the centre circle and Cruyff turns Ziyech in there. If you analyse it well, then you see he's the second best goalkeeper in the Premier League uh, based on stats. Uh, so uh, his expected preventing goals is the second best in the Premier League. So, yeah, he, he's doing well, but yeah, also... Uh, and he knows that that in uh, Champions League uh, he makes some mistakes, uh, but all over, if you see first five months, uh, he's doing particularly well. Now on to today's Euro 2024 group stage draw. Here's TalkSport's chief football correspondent, Alex Crook, running us through all the possible permutations ahead of the draw, which of course you can catch live on TalkSport from half past five. Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. They're going. 
away with Germany. Well, the 24 nations, including three as yet unknown playoff winners, have been divided into four pots of six. And after dropping just two points in qualifying, England are in pot one as one of the top seeds, meaning they'll avoid World Cup runners-up France, Portugal, Spain, Belgium, and host and nemesis Germany in the group stage. That is majestic from England. It could also be a good omen as the winners of the last three Euros have all come from that top pot. However, there are still some particularly tricky opponents lying in wait in pots two, three and four. The worst case scenario for Gareth Southgate's side is that they're paired with holders Italy in a repeat of the delayed Euro 2020 final. The Netherlands and Denmark are other potential opponents from those lower pots in what could be a group of death while Scotland could end up in the same group as France, Denmark and Italy in their worst case scenario. Tartanami, passion and pride in abundance. There's a potential for another battle of Britain with Scotland in pot three, while Wales would go into pot four, meaning there's a chance all three home nations could find themselves in the same group. And it's modern crucial goal for Wales. The dream draw for England in terms of the current FIFA rankings would be Albania, Slovenia and one of the playoff winners with the likes of Lodi Luxembourg and Estonia through to the semi-finals. Whatever happens in the draw, due to get underway at around 5.30 on Saturday, you'll hear it here first on TalkSport. At 3pm, you can listen to a relegation rumble, easy for me to say, as Burnley host Sheffield United live on TalkSport 2. Here's what the managers had to say ahead of the game, starting with the Clarets boss, Vincent Company, followed by the Blades gaffer, Paul Heckingbottom. It's that kind of fixture. I think there's no, there's no need to, 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 to say it any different than it is. It's a massive game for both teams. Um, and then it's part of what, what you, you, you have to face in a career, you know. So for these, uh, for these players who are going to be taking the field on that day, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, they're, not, they're not the easiest one in terms of leading into, but they're the ones that, that make you as well. They're the ones that you have to look forward to sometimes, you know. Anyone can talk, anyone can say things, but it's, it'll always be actions you judge by, whether you're managing, whether you're playing. Always, always. So, yeah. Um, that's it. We want the displays on the pitch. People have been here before. People have experienced it before. Yeah, it does. It, it does give you something to fall back on, without a doubt. But likewise, then there's other people who we want to just play with a certain freedom and not be scarred by anything and just go out there and express yourself. You know, and, and that's the start point. That's the start point. As I said, there's always another team on the other side doing yeah. what they can to to affect you. Um, but certainly, our start point is that. Yeah, we know, we know we've got players who we know we've done it before. We've got players who've got what have you got to lose? Just go and express yourself. On to last night's game now, the Lionesses went into their Nations League game against the Netherlands, knowing they had to win to keep Great Britain's hopes of Olympic qualification alive. Here's what happened. The Lionesses face a must-win clash at Wembley. What a way to start the weekend. Live on TalkSport 2. Lovis hit the ball early down the middle for Netherlands, and here's an opportunity for Berenstein. Shrugs aside, Carter shoots and scores! Berenstein has scored for Netherlands! I think the first time they came on our half of the pitch was in the 11th minute and they scored straight away. I think that was a good goal. I think the second goal we were 
little bit unlucky. That was an unnecessary goal. A little touch by Martins towards Berenstein. Call to the penalty area. One on one against Greenwood. Berenstein shoots. It's 2 0. It's through the gloves of Mary Herbs. That's a really, really poor one for Mary Herbs. And I feel for her captain in the side tonight. She could see what it means to her when it goes in the back of the net. She's devastated. Six yards to the edge of the box. Crosses in deep. Stanway. Header in. Bears one back for England. Is this the start of a great Wembley night once again for the Lionesses? That's probably the first header that I've ever scored. Um, so yeah, it's not a bad time to score it. But to be honest, it didn't matter who put the ball over the line. It just needed to get over. Me trying to curl in across. Comes out to the edge of the box. Head places it. 2-2. Really, really good finish and fair play to the Lionesses because they haven't played well and they're back in this game. Two goals in two minutes, absolutely brilliant. Lauren James, deep ball to the far post, turn! She's done it! The Lionesses have come roaring back at Wembley Stadium. What a moment for Ella Toon and England! We truly believed that we could turn around. I thought if we score one goal, and the players truly believed that too in the dressing room at halftime, score one goal, then, then they're going to be shaky again because we did have some very good press moments on them and played well. I think they played well too, but um, yeah, overall we never, we never lost trust. I think that they've come from 2-0 down to win 3-2. And it means that the fight to reach the Nations League finals will go down to next Tuesday in Hampden when we'll be live on TalkSport 2 for Scotland against England. And finally, yesterday marked the beginning of the TalkSport Christmas Advent Calendar where every day we'll be opening a door to a classic clip from the TalkSport Network this year. Very clever, I like that. Here is today's offering. Hello and welcome to the TalkSport Advent Calendar. Here is day one as Simon Jordan and Eddie Hearn went head-to-head -head on the White and Jordan show. I mean, every day, but mostly around fights, I do 50 or 60 interviews a day with outlets. I get asked various questions. Sometimes my responses aren't perfect. Sometimes I speak from the heart, which I will always do, and I'll speak honestly, in That's my, good, in my opinion. Thing. Right, whether you think I'm factually incorrect, like I do, like I do you on something. Whether I think you're a snake oil salesman. No, no, no. Well, I, th Which I, I, do think, I think that's a bit harsh. There's a lot I can say well, you about would, you personally, you? but you know. But you have. You've, you've said things about not, me personally. Not really. you, said, you said I'm the king of hypocrisy. With I mean, no basis I for mean, that. You are the king of hypocrisy, but you how? talk like you're some kind of business expert. We know how that went for you. No, 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 no. No. In order to lose a lot of money, you have to make it in the first place. And if you're telling me if Simon, I'm a bit, to make a hundred million, it's a marathon, not to make a hundred million quid. To make a hundred million quid out one business in five years? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, you, I didn't. You, you went bankrupt. No, I didn't. Uh, what, what, Crystal oh, Palace oh, Football Club. Don't be stupid. Crystal Palace no, Football well, Don't Club. be stupid, Eddie. I didn't go bankrupt at all. Crystal and, Palace Football And don't Club. say silly things that can get you into trouble. That was the Talksport Advent Calendar. You can watch the full clip on the Talksport YouTube channel. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast app. Firstly, the morning, do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.